Good morning, good morning. This is the old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis speaking. Remember, if you uh, we're here each morning, Monday through Friday at the same time, I wish you'd tune in each day and give us, uh, give us uh, this, call us or write us and let us know the station you're listening to. And we're you hearing us over. We are on several new stations now, and we'd like to know if you're hearing us. Remember, my mailing address is Radio Missions, Post Office Box, 1810 Walker, Louisiana, 70785. And uh, we're bringing you a series of studies on the Satan, the God of this world, and we're looking at uh, the Antichrist, his birth, and his character. Yes, those things are very interesting, aren't they? I find them to be so. And uh, so there's not many folks know what's going on in the world today. They don't believe that the Antichrist is soon coming up on the scene and that the world situations, the economic systems, the religious systems, and all of those are coming together, getting ready for the coming of the Antichrist. And we've been looking at his character and, uh, yes, uh, all of those things. And I want to look this morning. It leads us to... uh, uh, another great characteristic of this uh, Antichrist, the coming world Antichrist, and that is that he'll be a religious leader. We've been looking at a successful leader, a political leader, all of those things. He'll be taken by flattery. But now we see that he'll be a great religious leader. Being the son of Satan, for that's who he is, he'll be worshipped worldwide, fulfill the long-looked-for ambition and purpose of Satan to be like the Most High, to sit in the place of worship. Let's read the Second Thessalonians 2, 4. Who opposes and exalteth himself above all that is called God, or that is worshipped, so that he as God sitteth in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. Then in Revelation 13, 3, we find these words. And all the world wondered after the beast, and they worshipped the dragon, or Satan, which gave power unto the beast, the Antichrist, and they worshipped the beast, saying, Who is likened unto the beast? Then listen to Revelation 13, 8. All and all that dwell upon the earth shall worship him, speaking of the Antichrist, whose names are not written in the book of life of the Lamb slain from the foundation of the world. Now listen, Revelation 13:15, And he had power to give life unto the image of the beast, that the image of the beast should both speak and cause that as many as would not worship the image, the image of the beast should be killed. We see from these scriptures that not only will he be a great religious leader, but he will become the world's economic savior, promising deliverance, still using flattery. He will set himself up in the temple, which temple is yet to be built there in Jerusalem. He will be set set himself up as God. And when he does, he will command the world to worship him. And every individual who will not bow down and worship him will be put to death. They'll be cast into the furnace of fire, such as Nebuchadnezzar built in his day of supremacy. You may think this is all fanatical, my friend, but it's not. I'm stating Bible facts. Satan's aim back from back in eternity when he rebelled against Jehovah God was to be worshipped. That's right, to be worshipped as God. One day he'll realize that ambition and his purpose. And listen, that in the person of his son, the Antichrist, he will see the world at his feet, in worship. Now let's turn back to the Word of God. You know, you can't go wrong sticking with God's Word. No, staying with God's Word. In 1 John 4, we read, 
Now, would you listen carefully, closely? Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits, whether they are of God, because many false prophets have gone out into the world. Hereby know ye the spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is of God. But every spirit that confesses not that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is not of God. And this is the spirit of Antichrist, whereof ye have heard that it should come, and even now already it is in the world. Ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. They are of the world, therefore they speak of the world. The world heareth them. We are of God. He that knoweth God heareth us. He that is not of God heareth us not. Hereby we know the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. Now listen, my friend, isn't that a gracious verse, a portion? Go back there in 1 John 4 and read that whole chapter real closely, if you will. Every individual that is born of God heareth God's word. And Christ said, my sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. That's what we have today. We have folks who uh, doesn't care, who don't care anything about God because they don't know him. They don't know him. They don't care about his word. They won't come to church. They won't hear the gospel. You offer them a little uh, a booklet or a tract. They won't have it. They, I don't need that. I don't need that. I'm all right. But listen, now herein is the way you detect the spirit of the Antichrist. They will not magnify and exalt the person and work of Christ. Listen, listen, listen to your preaching. Listen to your teaching. Does it teach, do you teach or does it teach that uh, preaching or, that, or, or does your preaching exalt and magnify the person and work of Christ? Does your preacher preach uh, messages that exalt Christ or does he exalt man? Does he exalt man? Have you ever thought about it, my friend, that if you don't know the Lord, you will accept the Antichrist as being, that's right, being coming from God? Listen now, herein know ye the Spirit of God, because the Spirit of God magnifies and exalts Christ's coming into the flesh as our substitute, as the one who paid our sin debt on the cross in his own blood. Now, I want to take just a moment out here in the study this morning and ask you, ask you, do you hear anyone magnifying the, the death of our Lord? Do you hear anyone praising the Lord for Christ dying for him? I don't. I don't hear many. I don't hear many at our, at our missions here, our radio missions, where this broadcast originates. It's the First Baptist Church of Algiers. I don't hear many exalting the Lord. I hear many exalting self. I do. But I don't hear many. One here and one there. We get letters from one here and one there. If you know the Lord, would you sit down and write the old trailblazer and tell me how the Lord saved you? Bless my heart. Listen, folks, I long for someone to, to fellowship with in the Lord, not in the things of the flesh. No, I long to fellowship with folks in the Lord. I long to hear folks tell how the Lord saved them. We have our prayer service here often at the church. Some tell how the Lord saved them. Some tell how the Lord's blessed their heart with the messages. Some tell some portion that's gone home to their heart as a, as a sweet morsel under their tongue. And those are the things that we love to do and we love to hear. We love to hear how God saves a poor old sinner. That's right, my friend. We just love to hear how the Lord saves a poor old sinner. But uh, we don't hear many of them doing it, do we? No, we sure don't. No, we don't hear many folks praising the Lord. 
Just one here, one now, one then. But look, that's what we look for. That's what we long for, to hear folks praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord, for dying for such a sinner as I am. But the Bible says, herein you know the Spirit of God, because the Spirit magnifies and exalts Christ, coming in the flesh as our substitute, as one who paid our sin debt on the cross in his own blood. The Spirit of God magnifies and exalts Christ coming in the flesh is our substitute. This right. Always, always, the spirit of, of the Antichrist minimizes, takes for granted, covers up, explains away, and denies, laughs at the blood sacrifice. You hear folks talking about the blood? No. Folks call us here the old hellfire and damnation preachers. Well, that's what we are. We preach if you don't never come to know the Lord, that's where you're going to wind up in hellfire and damnation. And it will, my friend. That's right. We like the like the old song said, if preached hell so hot you could feel the heat. But we do that here under the under the uh, leadership of the Holy Spirit. Where will you go to find groups of women and men who will gather together and talk about the sacrifice or the blood that's being saved by the blood? When you folks gather there in your church this coming Lord's Day morning, in your Sunday school classes, you ladies, when you have your adult Sunday school, in your committee meetings, there, do you talk about the Lord? What will you talk about? Will you talk about the sacrificial death of Christ? Or will you talk about your, your uh, garden club? Or what's going to have for, uh, for dinner next Sunday? And all of those things, my friend. If, if Listen now. Listen. Will you talk about Christ coming in the flesh as your sin offering? As your personal sin offering? As your substitute? If you do, the Spirit of God prevails in your worship. If, on the other hand, you're talking about your programs and your plan, your work, Leaving in the background of uh, leaving uh, leaving all that in the background, the worship of Christ, the Spirit of Christ, then the Spirit of Antichrist prevails in your worship, and in reality, you're worshiping Satan and not God. Where do you stand, my brother, my pastor friend? Where do you stand? Do you lead your congregation uh, in praising the Lord? Do you tell your congregation how the Lord saves you? I believe that preaching is only telling a group of folks how the Lord saves us. That's right. I, I know when the old Apostle Paul got jammed up, someone hemmed him up. He just told folks how the Lord saved him. That's what I do here. Folks put me on the spot. I just back up and tell them how the Lord saved me. Then ask them, do you know the Lord? Do you, are, are your sins under the blood? Let me ask you this morning. You may be sitting there getting ready to go to work. You may be uh, loading up your truck, getting ready to go out on the farm, go milk the cows. Mother may be making biscuits, getting the children ready for school. And uh, let me ask you, would you take a moment out and answer the old trailblazer? Are you saved? I'm not being, I don't want to embarrass you. I just want to let, let you know that there's a chance that you may not be saved. Have you ever looked yourself in the mirror and said, Lord, am I saved? Do you do that, my friend? Oh, my friend, I wouldn't, I wouldn't rest this morning. Is the sacrifice, sacrifice of Christ on the cross precious to your soul? Is Christ precious to you? Are you bringing the blood in the basin this morning as you came to worship there in your office or there in your Sunday school class, wherever you have your devotion? Are you pleading the blood? When you cry out uh, in your evening worship at night when your family altar, do you pray for the blood to be applied to your home, your family's children's heart are you my friend if not then you're led by the spirit of the antichrist and you are a child of satan and a son of perdition and are lost without hope my friend now i know what i'm talking about i've been there 
That's right. Satan is a good old devil, my friend. He's a, he's a deceiver. That's right. He keeps our folks deceived. He keeps our folks blinded. He keeps our folks asleep in, the, in his lap, rocking them backward and forward there in the, in the big high-back rocker on the front porch, patting them on the back like a mother would a baby while it was nursing on the breast. It, won't, it, don't, it don't want to be disturbed. You pull it away and he'll see what it'll do. Well, that's just the way Satan does. He keeps you uh, nestled down there in his lap where it's warm and fuzzy and cool and uh, comfortable. But listen, my friend, has the Holy Spirit ever dealt with your heart? Have you ever seen that you're a lost sinner? The Bible said that Christ came to seek and to save that which was lost. Have you ever been lost? Have you ever seen yourself as a lost sinner? I make this statement quite often, and I stand behind it. If you've never been lost, you've never been saved. If you can't go back to when you was lost, you can't tell me that you saved. Because no sinner ever comes to Christ until he sees himself helpless and hopeless, doomed and damned without any hope. Uh, and, 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 he, and he knows it. That's right. You know it. You know it. You know in your heart whether you're saved or not. Are you just resting on a false profession this morning? Are you just uh, satisfied to, to, to suck the, the tit of the world and go on about your business, my friend, and never turn to the Lord? Or is that what you're doing? Content to, to, to uh, live off the husk of the earth like the old boy there in the hog pen? Did you know one day he got up and threw that slop bucket down and came home? That's right. Have you ever done that? Do you know anything about the Lord? If not, the Antichrist will, will uh, come on this scene and you'll have to worship him or either be killed if you refuse if the Lord gives you grace my friend it's a terrible time we're living in we're close to that time right now oh I'm not a doomsdayer or a soothsayer and all of those things I don't name dates or nothing but the Bible says as it was in the days of Noah so it shall be in the days when the coming of the son of man oh my friend this is the old trailblazer brother Albert Pendarvis this morning I wish you'd sit down and write me and help me with this broadcast we're going on several new stations now. I wish you'd sit down and write me and tell me how much you appreciate the message. If you do, send me a generous check. Remember, my mailing address is Radio Missions, Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. Goodbye and God bless you. Pastor Pendarvis reminds you Radio Missions is offering a flash drive containing sermons delivered by L.R. Shelton Sr., the founding pastor of the ministry. Each flash drive contains 844 sermons and over 500 hours of preaching. For more information on this historic offer, call the church office at 225-664-8658. That's 225-664-8658. 